gentlemen. We're finishing the halachot of Barichu. The halacha was discussed in the past, a few years ago, but it's uh, very interesting. It's the famous problem with the Gemara in Berachot Aflamedalet. The Gemara tells us that whoever um, bows in a place that he's not supposed to, it's disgusting. So the Gemara says, Masechet Berachot. Um, what does this apply to? The Ma'aril says this applies only in the Amidah, which means the Gemara's intention of saying you only bow where we told you to bow was the Gemara, it was the Mechila, was the Amidah. And therefore, according to the Ma'aril, outside of the Amidah, you could bow wherever you want, whenever you want, however you want. But during the Amidah, only the five times of the Amidah, which is the first Belacha twice, the Belacha of Modim twice, and Ose Shalom. This would make it five times that you bow during the Amidah. So according to the Maharil, if it's after the Amidah, for example, what we're discussing is the Barichu, are you allowed to bow when you answer Baruch Hashem and Baruch as you see that everybody does? Uh, according to the Maharil, that's Mutar. However, most Rishonim don't agree with this, uh, mainly the Leaf and the Rosh, that uh, are major Rishonim, of course, and they say that this applies to everything. And therefore, the Shukhan Aruch is Posek Al Khalakdam, Siman Kufyud Gimel, Seif Gimel says that Korea, the one who bows, this is in Nishmat, we say, any standing person basically will uh, bow to you. So some used to, I guess, stand up maybe and bow uh, as uh, when they said, or in the same Nishmat, you say, only to you, anachnu modim. They would uh, uh, recognize the word modim and they would bow when they said modim. Or, behodaa de halel. In the uh, halel also, this part where it says uh, modim. Ubikat amazon, ala kol Hashem, anachnu modim lach. They would bow. Hareze megune. So he uses the same language as the Gemara. For example, that totally outside of the Amida. So clearly the Shulchan Aruch is posek alacha, like the Rishonim world. That you're not allowed to bow in, a, in, a, in, in any other place than when the Chacham said, whether it's inside the Amidah or outside the Amidah. So, of course, the struggle that we had is the Biur Halacha himself, who brings on the name of the Magen Giborim, says the Magen Giborim has difficulties finding a source for the people who bow at the time of Barichu. Uh, the Benishchai uh, brings. He says, I see in Baghdad that people bow when they say Baruch Hashem Barachan Vahed, and it's wrong. So himself criticizes this minag. So we don't find really any source in in anywhere for, for the people bowing when he said Baruch Hashem Barachan Vahed. There was one, uh, there's two answers that were tried to be said. One, Alpia Zohar. The Zohar says, the same way you have the Amidah, remember a little bit the concept of the Tikiat Shofar. You have the Tikiat Shofar, you have the Tikiat Shofar de Me'omed, the Tikiat Shofar de Me'yoshev. You have the Tikiat Shofar that we do standing, and the Tikiat Shofar that we do sitting. Right? The Amidah and the Chazar are standing, and the big set is, uh, I mean, the first set is uh, sitting. The Zohar Kadosh believes that there is Amidah, Yudchet Berachot, that is standing, and Keneged, this Amidah, you have the Yotzer. The Yotzer would be the equivalent of the uh, uh, of the Amidah but in a sitting position and therefore since the Amidah you start the Amidah by bowing so you would start the Yotzer by bowing some Poskim wanted to say this I find it to be actually precisely the opposite 
since the Yotzer is sitting, so then for sure you don't start standing, because if you don't stand to bow, we know that this doesn't work, it's not called bowing. So therefore it should be exactly the opposite, since this is the Biyoshev, don't stand up for the beginning of this, uh, of this, uh, of this uh, uh, sitting experience, let's call it, and therefore I don't see how this would be. There was a last answer that was tried uh, to be said by the Anshishem, Dan Shishem said that it only applies to where it says a word of Hishtachavaya or a word of Modim. If you see the examples of the Shukhan Arukhiz, uh, all words Modim. So he says, Chachamim tell you, when you say Modim, only bow where we taught you to bow. Why? Because there are different connotations to the word Modim. Modim could be being thankful, being grateful. It could be Modim of a Vidui. And he says basically that the Chacham said a Chidush, I don't know how, how to understand this. He says every time you bow, when you say Modim, it's a Vidui, it's not a rec- recognition or something. So Chachamim were careful that whenever you say Modim, and it's not this, don't bow. But if you want to bow in Baruch Hashem HaMevorach Ramayad, which has nothing to do with the Hoda'ah or this confusion between the two uh, uh, understandings of the word Modim, so then why not? You could bow whenever you want. That's a big Chidush. Um, most poskim disagree with this. The Magen Avraham criticizes the Minhag. Everybody criticizes the Minhag. The Machzor Vitri and the Kolbo, which are the first Rishonim that talk about a Shaliyach Tzibur bowing by Baruch Hu, they say only the Shaliyach Tzibur. So even when they bring it, they say Davka the Shaliyach Tzibur should do Baruch Hu et Hashem Amorach, but everybody else stay either standing or sitting position without uh, bowing. So uh, we have difficulties finding any source for this Minhag. Thank you.